The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. Good evening, we are Very Loose Women and in the studio tonight we'll be discussing the sticky topic of menstruation. What is the most disgusting phrase that you know of for periods? Um, well, my friend told me that at her school, if you had to ask another girl for a tampon or some sort of sanitary product, you'd say, have you got a meringue for my fanny jam? <laughs> I mean, that's not confirmed in my school, but that's what she said. <laughs> it's a very long-winded way of asking for a tampon. It's disgusting. Isn't it? <laughs> um, I think it's on the rag. That's gross. It's just disgusting, isn't it? It really evokes, I mean, the image of a raggy... A dirty, dis- rusty rag. A, yeah. Oh. And male disdain for periods. I think that's what that says to me. Yeah. Horrible teenage boys going, Ugh, are you on the rag? It's very mm. true. How about you, Lucy? Lucy. My, I guess mine isn't so much disgusting as judgmental in that typically people have talked about the period as the curse and kind of, you know, it's a, seen in a very negative way, which to some extent people might agree with. But the curse, I think it's too negative for me. I'd say the blob, but I just saw one that is, was called... A right. period? <laughs> yeah, I just saw... I was just looking at someone bleeding. No, um, no. I, on, uh, on urban slang, uh, it said, uh, riding a cotton pony. I like that one. Oh, <laughs> God. But that a is very also, small cotton pony. Yeah, that's also only relevant to some periods. Yeah, to tampon users. Exactly. We'll get into that. Um, here's an extract from a Walt Disney film called The Story of Menstruation. We're just going to show about 30 seconds of it. And it's from 1947, I might really mention that, but it's one of the first films, apparently according to the internet, um, to mention <laughs> vagina. <laughs> okay, here we here go. Here we are. The extract from this video was removed from the podcast version of this episode for copyright reasons. To watch the film, go to verylooseswomen.wordpress.com and look for the menstruation episode. Yeah, that's that. That's some good advice from the lady at Walt Disney. I like that. You have to live with yourself as well, guys. Don't forget that. <laughs> I mean, that I don't. Who was that film aimed at? And yeah. also, you know, a slight twinge. That's massively underplaying <laughs> the, a level of pain it is possible to feel as your uterine lining depletes. And it does imply that most women aren't following these rules and are actually being absolutely awful when they're on their periods, which. It's just such a joke in popular culture that everyone gets really moody and difficult to be around, and I just don't find that the case at all. I never think at work, oh, God, she's definitely on her period. She's being a right pain today. It just doesn't happen like that. What's that thing about wearing red clothing when you're on your period? I think we discussed that before. Yeah, I remember yeah. saying that my brother got told that, like, when he was doing his medical training, to tell women to have, like, a red item, carry a red item on you if you're on your period. A clue. A is warning it, it, sign. Is it meant yeah. to be a subconscious signal or is this meant to be something people actively kind of read into? I think it was, a, yeah, I think it's a warning. It's like, like that glass of water. That you, you mentioned, someone mentioned a glass of water that you put oh, by yeah. the bed. That, that'll come later on. Okay. That, <laughs> that information. <laughs> what, what is it? Find out later. Okay, so that was how do we feel about periods, but how do we feel about not having periods? Like me, I don't get periods because I have the next planon implant in my arm. A little chip. How do you feel about that? Well, it was weird. I definitely didn't research it enough. But now that I've got it in, I'm really happy with it because I don't bleed and I don't get my periods. Do you get the symptoms associated with a period? Not really. Like, I I am more anxious as a person since I've had it in. So it's kind of ongoing. But I'm not, like, super angsty. And is this Mm. a new thing? I've had it for two months. Yeah, I used to be on the oestrogen pill. 
um, so I would bleed, but that's not technically a period because you're not ov- ovulating. Um, but now I just don't bleed at all. And yeah. is that why you had the implant? No, I had the implant because I kept forgetting to take my pill. Oh, okay, so, so necessity. Yeah, the only way to not forget, I think, or, or you know, I guess I could have used condoms, but there's always that, that risk with condoms that um, you're going to end up pregnant anyhow. Yeah, I guess with every every contraception has its has its flaws. Though. Well, this Good one really doesn't. Good disclaimer. But do you think it's a bit frightening that you don't ever get your period? Yeah, there, there, yeah, I do find that a little bit scary because um, I read that some people worried about their fallopian tubes. They're readily explained in this video by Walt Disney, but <laughs> the, the fallopian tubes might get blocked. And that that does worry me a bit. I've heard before that you're meant to, you should be having at least four periods a year. But I don't know if that's just a myth that I've heard. It's really hard to say. So much advice goes around and you have so much hearsay, you know, if you Google anything or even when you go to to your doctor, I find that the level of concrete advice about what is and is not healthy. I mean, a lot of doctors will tell you there's absolutely nothing, no problem with, with not bleeding. And I'm sure that they have... You know, they're doctors, they probably have very sound medical reasons for telling that. But I think there's something psychological about having a period. You know for a fact that your body is expelling your uterine lining, you're not going to have a and baby. And everything's working so that if you did want to have a baby, it would be there. I quite like, I like having my period just because I feel really awful beforehand. So once it starts, I think, right, I'm on the home stretch and it's kind of like, um, it's quite cathartic in a way. Like you're kind of just getting everything out and sorted out and then having a fresh start. Do you feel the next cleansed? Month. Yeah, kind of, but not in a way that I feel really dirty being on my period and then clean after. I just feel a lot better, but probably that's to do with I get quite bloated beforehand. So I just feel kind of like it's everything's just going away and it does feel like a bit of a rebirth almost. <laughs> but I like knowing that I am having periods and I think, oh, maybe I will be fertile when I'm older that always worries me if I didn't have a period I'd be thinking is this because I have some kind of fertility problem I hate them I just hate everything about them every yeah. time I get a period I'm like why is this happening to me again I always why feel really angry against the again? rest of human- humanity yeah and then I'm like half the world doesn't have to put up with this shit why is this happening well, to more me? than half if many of them are like Lily that is true. And yeah. also, I guess, like, low ca- yeah, you're right. You're right. God damn it. Three quarters of the world aren't, aren't and, suffering and through this. the menopausal women as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. The and kids all, and the whatever. All the babies. people who don't get very bad periods. And I think it's really hard to tell how where your period sits in terms of not necessarily normality, because as doctors will tell you, it's what's normal for you. But it's really hard to tell if your period is really heavy or really light when you have no direct comparison. Well, I had light periods. I still hated them. I still got so angry that I had to go through that. And that I had to be subjected to that and that loads of people, i.e. all of the men around, just didn't understand how freaking annoying it was all the time. It's so annoying. Hang on, it's not all the time, guys. It's monthly. Well, yeah, it's the oh, most wait, annoying. It always takes you by surprise. Yeah, yeah that's takes the you thing. By <laughs> Even if, like, yeah, every time I'm like, really? It, I feel like it just, it's, yeah. it just ended and well, now it's happening again. Mine was a big surprise this month. I have a f- range of really weird um, symptoms so I know that my period's coming. And one of the main ones is that I feel quite hot at night and can't sleep properly. And then I think because because I'm almost in a slight state of fever, I get really bad nightmares and they're actually really horrific. So I've had dreams where my limbs have been cut off. Um, I've been um, driving and then realized I can't drive and think I'm going to kill people. My best friends have died, all this kind you of bumped thing. bumped into old friends. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, like the last one I had was I had a sex dream about someone who I really did not want to have a sex dream about. But that in the league of having your limbs cut off, it's still 
I wake up with my heart. They're both equally bad, you know. <laughs> yeah, I wake up with my heart pounding. It was almost the worst one. Um, but that sort of thing is what tells me that my period's coming. But often I just, if I've, because I've had a cold this week, that's why I thought I was feverish. So then when my period, lo and behold, appeared when I was at work, I was like, I can't believe I didn't realise it was coming when I've had all the signs. But there's always some excuse that you have almost yeah. that makes you forget about it. Also, I get, I, oh, sorry. No, sorry, carry on in. I was just going to say that I get the um, Gottlieb family spot on the chin just uh, a couple of days before. Oh. And yeah, you know, me like, too. Oh, great. I suffer with that horrendously. Like just just before a few like really horribly juicy spots. is the word my mother yeah. uses, which actually juicy. makes me physically sick. <laughs> a nice juicy spot on my chin, and that's when you know. So everyone's average worst or first menstrual experience in one word. Whoa! I found mine quite exciting. I'm going to be honest. I don't harbour this resentment. I I enjoyed the fact that I was moving into some kind of adulthood. In my view, one and word, I was one I'm sorry. <laughs> exciting. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> one paragraph. I've got one word from my first period, which yeah. actually doesn't make sense out of any context, but millennium. Oh! Just because. <laughs> I know that makes it sound really exciting. <laughs> little Robbie Williams. Yeah, no, I'm seeing that silver curtain that he's oh, yeah. <laughs> in the video. Um, but actually, can, am I allowed to explain why I said that, or is that too many words? No, carry on. Okay, no, and just then you can finish no, no, no. I personally really want to hear about this so historic... <laughs> defining it's a moment. big day for, for the nation uh no i just got my first period on the first of january 2000 that's that incredible great. you're the woman of the century i am <laughs> yeah all those babies that were born everyone's like the first baby born in the millennium it's like the first period of the millennium guys um so my worst period experience the one word is going to be hot pants that is so two words <laughs> no it's I, one I, word I hot I pants think is one word hyphenated, hot pants, okay. hyphenated, hyphenated. hyphenated. sorry keep um Basically, if you're thinking of an item of clothing that it is not advisable to wear when you have an unexpected and very heavy period in the office, <laughs> it would be hot pants. Should you wear hot pants in an office? It was my old. It was my old work. It was very casual, <laughs> but it was just so embarrassing because I realised that basically I had had a bit of a an um, overspill, <laughs> and <laughs> there was no way I could stay in work. So I had to put my coat on, even though it's very hot day and just say I'm, I'm feeling really ill I've got to go home without broadcasting the fact that I'd managed to bleed all over my hot pants which and ironically you've just broadcast <laughs> <laughs> um, I think completely anonymous they say completely anonymous <laughs> um, but, yeah because what I just thought what colour were the hot pants they were denim so oh, no, I was imagining them white yeah. I was really I, sure it wasn't that anything that, it now. wasn't that as dramatic as white but yeah they were they were denim and they were quite pale and it was completely visible i went to the bathroom looked in the mirror and there was just it was just awful but but i thought i can't stay in the office this is too much of a taboo i mean there's no reason why it should matter if you'd if you'd um had a nosebleed got blood on your top no one would say oh you've got to go home or something Mm -hmm. but i i couldn't go to shop it i couldn't afford to go and buy something else to wear and that would have been really weird anyway so i just had to go home which seems completely bizarre yeah um my first one i guess my word is basketball (laughs) yeah oh intriguing tell us more (laughs) so uh it was my baccalaureate for sport because you have to do that in france and um i was playing basketball and it was my second day of my first period and I was just completely out of it. I took four ibuprofens. I fainted on the court. Oh, God. And then, like, I got up and then, like, everyone ran past and, like, all of the movement made me, like, fall down again. It was just very comical. 
And then, like, I ended up playing the whole game, even though I was just completely shot. And also, the period blood, when I first started, it was, like, this very deep purple. It was really creepy. Purple? Yeah, it was, like, you know, purpley red. Yeah. Okay. Like it is normal for it to vary in colour quite considerably mm-hmm. over, over the course of the cycle as well. But it's interesting, because actually I would associate purple with quite heavy, unless it was sort of thick and coagulated. Yeah, it was, it was, it was dried. I, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yummy. I think one thing that you don't necessarily hear about that much is that sometimes, obviously, the blood, if it's quite old or dried at the end, can, can look kind of brown. And that definitely freaked me out a lot yeah. when I was very young. I was very confused about what was happening. Um, so the next little topic is sanitary methods. Who uses what? Um, just to introduce that, there's this little moon cup rap. Um, tampon versus moon cup rap battle. Here we are. Yo, I rap for my team, a tampon crew. We run this scene, we don't need nothing new. Moon cup crew, get out of my face. You sound like something that came from out of space. Always running your mouth, think you run the scene. But we know the truth about you, it isn't pretty. Causing dryness, irritation, you can't do your job properly. We're coming to destroy your monopoly. There's a reason women need us so much. We can absorb everything that we touch. That everything includes natural moisture, though. While we only collect from the menstrual flow. And we're reusable, push you're out of touch. You're weak, we can hold three times as much. You're gross and weird and no one understands you. You get laughed at more than clowns do. Funny, one period it takes 22 of you to do the same thing that one of us can do. A few months, what we both cost is identical, but we ain't got no additives and we ain't got no chemicals. And you ain't got no mates, tree hugging so that was uh, funded by mooncup.co.uk, which is... is Does anyone use a moon cup here? This is our secret shame, isn't it, guys? <laughs> I've always wanted to try. Well, that's what we said. Back in 2007, yeah. we had our menstruation poet come on our menstruation show back at this identical show, but us, much younger, much, much younger. Um, and she <laughs> was a moon cup user and promoted it, so we owe it to her. Uh, to talk about moon cups but yeah I, I used to use tampons back when I was menstruating oh back when you were menstruating I've just got into tampons in the last couple of years it took a long time yeah um, you were you were you were with me and yeah the pro, I was in the pro pad group I was <laughs> I was completely I sold on, on the pad with wings um, always wings sorry but why would you ever get non-wings this is a very good point what only if you buy them by mistake yeah surely you want wings I mean I think I mentioned this on our first show but I remember when I first started my period they still sold in boots and um, something called Dr. White's sanitary belt this but it was only in the boots around the corner from my house in a kind of village not in the big boots in leicester city center never bought it how does the sanitary belt work because i noticed this on the vat exempted products was those sanitary pads with loops designed to fit on a sanitary belt but i didn't honestly understand the concept i think it's almost like a girdle that you put around your waist and then you have something that you can put um possibly reusable pads and things that you could wash so you I, I, I mean, that's my understanding. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I never bought one, which I'm kind of regretting now because I don't think you can get them in kind of mainstream pharmacies a anymore. Sanitary method. Amazon. Mm. Something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. You know, I'm sure it's available online. But with the moon cup, I've just always, because I didn't use tampons, I thought, well, I, that a moon cup's a step 
kind of beyond that in terms of effort level or being a bit intimidating. Uh, it's pretty freaky. I watched a demonstration of how to insert a moon cup on uh, YouTube. There was no vagina involved. It just showed you what to do in your hand with the vagina in the video. And it, it freaked me out. I have to say that everyone I've spoken to who's a moon cup user they is... Love it. I mean, people not they just love, love it, it, they rave about it. I mean, but don't mm. you need... Um, you need to be able to clean it out in the sink. So I think in a work situation or a public situation, the more hygienic thing would be to have somewhere maybe a toilet with a sink in it or your own mm-hmm. toilet but i don't know how people f- would feel about blood going down a sink generally but that you, people you, use i think you you can empty it into a toilet like you empty it into but the then toilet. you've got to wash it you've out got to wash it, it though. yeah yeah but it you can, you, you're not okay, pouring so like a, a huge amount of blood into a sink on a temporary basis you can definitely just tip it out down the loo and, okay. and probably reuse it but yeah. in the long term you are going to need to clean it quite regularly or it could mm. become quite dodgy um yeah so taxes you had something about taxes on site yeah well a lot of people say you know they complain because um sanitary products incur vat but i did a bit of research into this and there's a lovely description from hm revenue and customs about what constitutes a sanitary product i don't have it in front of me but look it up hmrc brilliant um and actually they are a reduced rate of vat at just five percent um incontinence pads i think are VAT exempt, incidentally. Um, no, 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 it said that they weren't. Yeah, but on another list it said they're oh. at 0%. So I think but they're just It's, it's a obviously level. a hotly debated issue, mm. even within the studio, um, whether or not they're exempt. But it's crazy, because, like, why should I pay to have to shove stuff up my vagina? <laughs> People should be paying me to do it. <laughs> or not, if you're not keen. Well, yes, it's true. Are you yeah, to get me it, it, it is unfair that, like, women have to spend so much money on stuff each month for that. And it's not like because the pill is provided by the NHS, but I do feel that um, stuff like that, it's not really fair that we have to pay for that and men don't. Yeah, Maybe even like if it is a small amount, it still adds up. It and, definitely does, yeah. And then just the fact that you always have to carry them around in your bag, that annoys me. And then, like, when you empty out all your bag and loads of tampon things fall out. <laughs> and, like, like, I would just have tampons everywhere in my house. I don't need to do that anymore. It's really nice. So, Emma, didn't you uh, recently have a bit of a an experience? Uh, <laughs> well, yes, I did. For a landmark. Time, a landmark in my life. The first time in my life, which was last Saturday, I used a tampon. It was out of necessity. It was a swimming pool party, so anyone that was there, I was using a tampon, guys, for the first time ever. <laughs> um, and basically, yeah, I wanted to go swimming, and I wanted to play with my friends, and I wanted to be like those adverts that they have of those women having fun, but they're bleeding, but they're having fun. <laughs> and so I thought, now's the time. And I did it, and it was okay. Do you think you're a convert? I might do it again, if I'm swimming. I, I think swimming, swimming with a tampon is actually the worst kind of wearing of tampon, because it, it like kind of inflates. I didn't feel... <laughs> yeah, I, I have- didn't think it inflate. I didn't inflate. Well, anyway, for me, it didn't inflate. Okay, the next For the record, sorry, a tampon is not an inflatable. Don't try and float with a tampon. I wasn't using it as a buoyancy aid. (laughs) (laughs) Riding the cotton pony. Um, Menstrual sex. What do you think? Menstrual sex. Love it. Yeah, love it. I think it's quite a massive taboo in a lot of ways. Like, um... I could bring in the research I was doing yes, on um, do. mikvot or like a mikvah, which is a thing um, that I guess religious Jewish women use. And basically it's like a bath, a purifying bath. Um, and it's like it's of rainwater. So that's what you're having. And basically like women who have their periods 
a lot of women obviously and um, when they're married they have to a week after they finish their period they then have to have this like ritual purification and get cleansed before they can have sex with their husbands again so basically they've got a whole two week period of the month period um time <laughs> of the month i don't know how to say it duration two week duration where they're not allowed to have sex because they are not thought of as being ritually pure that's and they a have long to, like, time yeah it's rubbish but um yeah, so I guess obviously in, in Judaism, for sure, like having sex in your period is massively not allowed. But also in Christianity, I th- like someone told me a story going into a church and then they asked if there were any women with them who were menstruating because they weren't loud in because they weren't clean. Sometimes it- in, uh, in yoga, you can't do particular positions if you're menstruating. Oh, Why? because it's bad for you. Yeah, I think it's the ones, generally the ones where you're putting your legs kind of right into the air over your head and stuff like that. Yeah. So I've had instructors before who've said women who are menstruating might want to avoid this particular but not because position. it's gross just because it's like it's yeah just because it might be you. uncomfortable or you know I, I guess it's perceived in some way to be a bad bad move um <laughs> going back to what you were saying earlier about curse being one of the more horrible ways of talking about being on your period that kind of goes back to um the fall of man and eve in the garden of eden the reason so christianity goes why women have periods is it's a punishment for her man has to toil on the land and woman has the pain of periods and child rearing so that would i assume be why you can't in some churches or in the past Mm. if you're menstruating go in so it is all completely bound up in that isn't it has anyone ever encountered a guy who's been a bit weird then about menstrual sex yeah quite a lot of guys don't really like talking about that much or don't want to um have sex when you're on your period or just look a bit visibly disgust disgusted i'm i'm more concerned about like sheets like if you're bed linen yeah it's expensive it's so expensive put a towel, yeah. bed linen. Put a towel down or a robe <laughs> something you don't care about what about going to you know uh, oral sex on the period mm, no. do it I think it's all fine. I think with all those things, you've got to be at a point where you're very happy with the other person. And um, because of maybe hygiene, um, like disease risks or hygiene risks, obviously you've got to think that it's fine for you to do that. But if you're both comfortable with it, I think it's a really good thing to do. Because I don't know about anyone else, but I definitely experience a bit of a hormonal surge and do find that it is one of the points during the month when I'm probably most likely to be in the mood, actually. Um, as long as I don't feel really it's ill. It's such a cruel trick, isn't it? Yeah. I don't understand that. Why is that the moment when you like most want to have sex is when you're most but a lot of, of A lot of guys have said to me before, oh, do you get really horny when you're on your period? Yeah, it's so it's, they definitely know about that. Yeah. So some of them, I think, you know, are happy to be quite going home about it, whereas others do see it as being quite a weird thing. And maybe it depends on whether they've kind of grown up in a house where the women in the house talk about it or not. Do you know, what I find it quite odd because I think people are quite accepting of, certainly of the idea of, of sex when you're in a period. Some, to some extent, people don't d- disapprove maybe in a way of a man going down on a woman when she's on her period, although I think a lot of men would refrain. But women who taste their period blood, my God. I mean, that, that incurs a lot of uh, oh, yeah, criticism. I've been looking that up on Yahoo. A lot of people are against that. I personally have never done that, and it never occurred to me to do it. But a lot of people seem to really like eating their menstrual blood, Whoa. and then they're like, "Is it weird?" Uh, hang on, there's a difference between tasting it and, e- and eating it. It said eating. It said I mean, eating on the eating their placenta. Questions. So, but is yeah. I mean, what is in the? 
Is it good? Actually, you know what? It must be because I was chatting to some friends about, you know, how do they feel about periods and menstrual blood and all that kind of jazz. And they said, oh, well, actually, in our bathroom, we are using our moon cups. Obviously, it's very easy to do this, um, collecting our menstrual blood for our plants in our garden. Hmm. So it must have some beneficial properties. Out of interest. Was it an all-female household? Yes. Now it is. Men never come in anymore. I suppose yeah, the thing is, people is think that period blood is different to the rest of the blood in your body. I think oh, a lot of people assume it is, it is different. Because it it's your, yeah. Yeah, your usual it's got in it. But that's in some way, it's kind of bad, if you see what I mean, rather than. Well, good. I, I read that article on people who. on women who put blood in their husband's food to make them fancy them more and not want to sleep with other people. That's like... Which women? <laughs> or, or was it which women? Which, was it? Which women? Exactly um, no, it, it seems to be like some kind of a thing. It, like it said, it said that in one family, um, the men would never eat anything like tomato sauce or spaghetti because it just looked too much like blood and the women could have put their menstrual blood in it and they didn't want to be under the control of the women. So they would always... Sounds like the men have got a problem there. They're like, we won't eat that. <laughs> if they... If they eat tomato sauce, it'll always be in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Who here likes the smell of their own menstrual blood? No. I don't think it smells bad. It's not a nice smell. It's not a nice smell. I wanted to pose a mini question just really quickly, which was people think it's really disgusting. People think periods are kind of gross. People like don't like the idea of like having sex with someone because the blood's coming out of them. Is it like a connection with the fact that it's like a, a non discovered or like non-fertilized baby like is it is there a sort of like a death egg, connection egg, there? Egg. Oh. Yeah, yeah but do you know what i mean like is it it's like a, a kind of this hasn't become a, a child and it could have been and it's like an unfulfilled egg maybe yeah. is that some of it is like is it is that why it's sort of being discussed but that's I, not the case if you if you bleed when you're on a hormone drug i guess i mean like historically is that something that people find like discussing about it or like you know, impure. Is that impure? I think it's it more is? about the fact that um, it was seen to be odd that women had the capacity to bleed sometimes profusely and yet not be in any in any mortal danger. Yeah. So it was perceived to be something that was kind of well. I guess that's why it was seen as a curse because bleeding was associated with death, injury, and death, quite like um, horrific violent, things. Violence, yeah. I suppose. Um, I think that's part of it. I don't know that there would would have been the scientific understanding necessarily to kind of back up any basis of it, but I think it was definitely seen as a waste product. Whether they understood the intricacies of the biology is another matter. I've got a bit of a weird fact about periods, which really surprised me. I don't know if this is um, if you have experience of this, but apparently research shows that periods tend to be heavier, longer, and more painful during the winter months when it's really cold. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it's it, it seems weird, but maybe it's because so much of it's to do with your health and. If you're feeling run down, obviously, mm. you can s stop having your periods. It kind of makes sense that maybe that sort of thing would affect it as well. Well, that was a great fact from 68 Facts About Menstruation, mm. um, a great website. That's all we've got time for today. We actually had a lot more to talk about, but that'll be for next week. And let's also say, let's uh, sign up for Facebook. Like us. Like us on Facebook. That's on the word. Yeah. Facebook, Facebook. Be our friend. Good night. Yeah. Night, Good night. Night. Bye. I hope you have Bye. relaxed periods if you have a period. Period. <laughs> Pe yeah. For full versions of our shows, check out verylosewomen.wordpress.com. This programme was brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Visit our website at resonancefm.com to hear our vast range of original 24-7 broadcasts. Resonance is a not-for-profit broadcast platform and relies on public support. If you like what you've heard, make a secure donation at resonancefm.com. <laughs>